All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. I'm going to be answering a question that was posed to me about getting the Holy Ghost after a water baptism. This seems to be very, very popular in church. As far as um, different religions, not just the first day of the week religion, but some of our believers in the Sabbath uh, base also. So we're going to be covering this topic on a uh, short podcast episode. Stay tuned. Peace once again be unto you, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. Baptism and the Holy Ghost. One of the one things that um, people don't understand is, is that reading the Bible is very, very important. When you read the Bible, brothers and sisters, it shows how many other people don't read the Bible. First Corinthians chapter four, verse six. I'm going to read this scripture once again. First Corinthians chapter four, verse six. Very important that we listen to what Paul is writing. First Corinthians four and six says, and these things, brethren, I have in a figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sakes that ye might learn in us not to think of man or men above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed up for one against another. Now, brothers and sisters, whatever is written is what Paul want us to focus on, because that's what he did. Paul focused on what was written, as we see in Acts 24, verse 14. I want to read this once again. And the reason why I'm opening up with these two verses, brothers and sisters, is because I um, want you to see that it's not happening in today's time. Acts 24, verse 14 says, But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. So brothers and sisters, as we focus on what's in the law and the prophets, what the apostles wrote and what they didn't write, this is um, one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast. Can you get the Holy Spirit from water baptism? And by some simple reading, we're going to find out. Now, they base this off Matthew 3, 16. Matthew chapter 3, verse 16. Let's read it. Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 says, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went straight up out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. So they say, see? This is an example of us getting the Holy Ghost with water baptism. But let's take a look at verses 2 of chapter 3. Let's read it. 
This is Matthew chapter 3, verse 2. This is John out in the wilderness of Judea. Verse 2 says, And saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, for some reason, brothers and sisters, repentance is not a part of the water baptism. You go to these baptisms and you will not see repent being enforced to the baptizer to the one he is baptizing he never tells them what that means so when we look at this we know that the first thing that comes with repentance baptism excuse me is repentance now remember i'm going to take you back to ezekiel ezekiel chapter 14 Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 6. And the reason why is because I want to give you an example in chapter and verse of what repentance is. Ezekiel chapter 14 and 6. We're going to read two verses out of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 6 says, Therefore I say unto the house, say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God, repent. And turn yourselves away from your idols. And turn away your faces from all your abominations. Now, what are abominations? Let's read it. Let's get the book of Second Chronicles. Because see, brothers and sisters, let's read the Bible. Let's see what it means to repent. Because it, it, it does no good to be baptized without you repenting. Second Chronicles 36 verse 14 is going to tell us what abomination exactly is. Second Chronicles 36 14 says, Moreover, all the chief of the priests and the people transgressed very much after all the abominations of the heathen and polluted the house of the Lord, which he had hollowed in Jerusalem. So transgression is the exact meaning of abominations let's get ezekiel 18 verse 30 we're looking we're focusing on repentance we're focusing on repentance because baptism was only in repentance john wasn't just baptizing people they were repenting from their transgressions of the law and then he was baptizing them because that's what his baptism was as you're going to find out Ezekiel 18, verse 30 says, Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel. This is Ezekiel 18, verse 30. Everyone according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. So as we go back to Matthew chapter 3, in what was written as paul described in first corinthians 4 and 6 we know that repentance is from transgression of the law or in other words sins not did you remain in them and then you are baptized like they do in sunday church but you were to come away from your sins and then be baptized why proverbs 28 before we go back to Matthew 3, Proverbs 28 and verse 13. Proverbs 28 verse 13 says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, 
but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. So John knew this. John wasn't baptizing people who wanted to remain transgressing the law. But your first day of the week churches in illusion have put this into people's minds. Let's read on. Let's go. Let's jump down to um, verse five and we're going to read verse five and six. Then went out to meet him. Wait a minute. Excuse me. Let me read that again. Then went out to him. Jeru went out to him. Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region around about Jordan and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, who exactly was being baptized by John? Let's look at Acts chapter 13, verse 24. Acts chapter 13, verse 24 says, When John had first preached before his coming, the baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. So Acts 13, 24 saying when John had first preached before his coming, the coming of Christ, the baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. So no one else was being baptized but the children of Israel. So now let's go back to the book of Matthew chapter 3 and drop down to verse 11. Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. Now remember, we read Matthew 3, verse 16 first. But now we're going a little bit before that to, to catch you up on the differences. Because remember, Christ was baptized with a water baptism. And it says the Holy Ghost came upon them. But I'm going to show you, brothers and sisters, that people were getting the Holy Ghost without water baptism way before in the Old Testament. That's why it's important, brothers and sisters, to focus on the entire Bible, not just the parts they want to try to put you in illusion to. Matthew 3, verse 11. This is John talking. He says, I indeed baptize you with water. I. I indeed baptize you with water until repentance. This is what my baptism is based on. It's not based on you getting the Holy Ghost. It is a baptism of repentance you repent you're baptized this is my baptism but he that cometh after me is mightier than i whose shoes i am not worthy to bear he shall baptize you with the holy ghost and with fire see there is a difference in the baptisms this tells you right away brothers and sisters there are two baptisms Two. Christ is who he's talking about. So he says he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So the fire is where the Holy Ghost is going to come in at. So let's look at the book of Jeremiah 5.14. Let's take a look at what fire he's talking about. Because, brothers and sisters, you can take these podcasts to your family members who seem to be a little bit slow or i should say uh behind the pulpit the vibrating preacher who seems to want to get by until it's time to listen to the church music and get your ties you can take this to your family members and let them see let them read time to read tell them it's time to read now 
The book of Jeremiah 5.14 says this. We're going to focus on what the fire is. Wherefore, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, because ye speak this word, word, behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire. And this people would. And it shall devour them. What shall it devour? It shall devour the conscience. You're going to see this again, brothers and sisters. It's going to devour the conscience. Pay attention. Jeremiah 23, verse 29. Jeremiah 23, 29. We're looking at the fire. Jeremiah 23, verse 29 says, Is not my words like as fire, saith the Lord, like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? Again, dealing with the conscience. Let's go back to the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse 12. So we understand what the fire is that is in verse 11. Now let's read verse 12. It says, Whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. See, brothers and sisters, the way to purge something is found in Proverbs 16 and 6. Let's look at how it's going to, uh, Christ is going to purge it. It says this, by mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. So, brothers and sisters, you purge the floor with mercy and truth, which is grace and the law. Because it says in Psalms, watch Psalms. See, brothers and sisters, let's read the Bible. Psalms 85. The book of Psalms, chapter 85. Psalms 85, verse 10, says this. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Verse 11. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. See, brothers and sisters, righteousness is in the law as well as peace and as well as truth. Righteousness, let's prove that. Psalms 119. Psalms 119, verse 172. Psalms 119, verse 172 says, My tongue shall speak thy word, for all thy commandments are righteousness. Truth. Psalms 119, verse 151 says, Thou art near, O Lord, all thy commandments are truth. Psalms 119, verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. So peace, righteousness, and truth are all of the law. Let's go back. Let's go back and uh, take a look at a scripture that I want you to see. Remember. I told you about the conscience and Jeremiah 5, verse uh, 14. It dealt with the conscience. Let's look at 1 Peter, 1 Peter 
chapter 3, verse 21. It says, The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. So Peter is writing very quickly, saying that the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, being dipped in water, but the answer of a good conscience, which is the fire of that Christ would come with this baptism toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The baptisms were different, brothers and sisters. Because as I said before, and I say again, when you take a look at Matthew 3.16, you say, you see the Spirit of God. Now let's go back to Genesis. Genesis now. Genesis is the beginning. This is the beginning. Genesis is means the beginning, the forefront of all books. Genesis 41, verse 38. Genesis 41, verse 38 says, And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? The Spirit of God, this is the same Spirit of God that was on Christ. Way back in Genesis. Let's 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 keep going. Let's look at uh first Samuel. Old Testament brothers and sisters. I told you 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 let these preacher, preachers talk you, these Sunday preachers talk you out of the first testament. They're liars. First Samuel 10 and 10 says, And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him. And he prophesied among them. There is the Spirit of God again. Now remember, let's go to Ephesians 2.18. The book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18. Ephesians 2.18 says, For through him we are both, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. So the same spirit. Is one. There's not a Old Testament Holy Ghost and a New Testament Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost was back in the time of Joseph. Remember, I told you Psalms 51, verse 10 through 13, and Isaiah 63, verses 10 through 11, talk about the Holy Ghost. Isaiah 63, verse 10, 11 says, Moses had it. Was he dipped in water? No. David had the Holy Ghost. Was he dipped in water? No. Well, these men had the Holy Ghost. Daniel had it. When you read Daniel 5, verse 11, he had the spirit of the Holy Gods. Was he dipped in water? No. See, brothers and sisters, one of the reasons why this doctrine was created is because they didn't want to tell you what the Holy Ghost really meant, was really meant to do. Now, I'm not going to go into that in this being my question that I'm answering. I'm just showing you there are two baptisms. Because remember, in 1 Corinthians 10, 1 Corinthians 10, verse 2 through 4, 
It says, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did eat the same spiritual meat, and did, verse 4, they ate the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Now, you'll find that rock with the capital R all over Deuteronomy 32. At least five times in Deuteronomy 32, you'll find that rock. Christ was always with the children of Israel in that time. But the same spiritual meat and drink. Now, when you read Romans 7, verse 14, it tells you that the law is spiritual, and I am carnal, sold under sin. So the baptism that took place way back in the time of Moses was by the law, the word, <laughs> the commandments. Because the commandments are spiritual, Romans 7, 14. Let's get the book of Acts. Let's get the book of Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19 verse 1 says, And it came to pass, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, to, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. Verse 2 of Acts chapter 19. He said unto them, Having have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believe? Start keeping the law. And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, John, unto John's baptism. Now, whoa. Now, Christ was baptized by John's baptism. So is the Bible contradicting itself here? No, brothers and sisters. Christ, I'm going to show you something here in a second. Let me read verse 4 of Acts chapter 19. Then said Paul, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, not to receive the Holy Ghost, repentance, saying unto the people, that they should believe on him which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Now, verse 5 says, When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The Catholic Church, during the time of, uh, I should say, slavery, because you're dealing with and I say, I go back to slavery, brothers and sisters, just because people, people don't really understand that a lot of people were being baptized in John's baptism. But John's baptism was in repentance. Like, let's go back to uh, Acts 18.25. It says, this man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. See, some people knew the baptism of John and not the baptism of Christ. Same thing goes back to the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts 8. Philip baptized the eunuch in the baptism of John but it did not give the eunuch the Holy Ghost. Neither did 
any of the people who got baptized with the water baptism. But what the Catholic Church did, what the church did is they mixed the two. They began to, before they baptized you with water, instead of baptizing you into repentance, they baptized you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and then dipped you in the water. That is not the baptism that John had. That's the baptism they made up. They mixed the two. To be baptized in the name of Christ was to be baptized this way. Let's look at the book of Revelation. Let's look at the book of Revelation chapter 19. I'm going backwards. Let's look at the book of Revelation chapter 19, verse 13. What is the name of Christ? See, this is what they wanted to rob people of. What is the name of Christ? Revelation 19, verse 13 says, And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name, this is the name of Christ, is called the Word of God. Now, when you see that, brothers and sisters, you think, well, his name is just the Word of God. No, the Word of God is the law, the actual scriptures of God. That is our Lord and Savior, the Word. Revelation 3 and 8, it says, this is Christ speaking. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and not denied my name. The name of the Lord Jesus was his word, the reputation of Christ. Let's go back and read some more. Let's look at Acts chapter 5. See, this is what they didn't want you to understand. They didn't want you to understand that his name was not some title, but the scriptures, the reputation of Jesus. Watch this. Acts chapter 5, verse 28 saying, says this, saying, Did we not straightly command you that ye should not teach in this name? Watch what the name was. And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine. The name was doctrine. The word. I'm going to show you what doctrine is by scripture. And in, and intend to bring this man, this man's blood upon us. What is doctrine? Proverbs 4 and 2. Because the word of God is also law. The word of God is this Bible. And this Bible is the law. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 2. See, this is what people don't want to do. Read the Bible. They just want to listen to a pastor, not read it. Proverbs 4 and 2 says, For I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. The doctrine is the law. Psalms 119, verse 55. Psalms 119, verse 55. Let's look at what the Bible says. This is David writing. I have remembered thy name, O Lord, in the night, and have kept thy law. The name was the law, the reputation of God. That's why in Psalms 138, verse 2, Psalms 138, verse 2, David writes, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name from for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. See, the name, the word is the name. So when they say they baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, 
that you receive the Holy Ghost. You're baptizing people in the word. Watch Acts chapter 2 and verse 41. It says, Then they that gladly received his word, his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. This baptism didn't involve water. And see, brothers and sisters, I'm not saying that baptism, the baptism of John didn't happen. It happened, but it was unto repentance. And I guarantee you there are no um, preachers out here baptizing until repentance. Because repentance means to start keeping the law, come from sin. So they'd have to come out of the Sunday churches, go into the Sabbath churches, and keep the law. So they're not doing to repentance, but they have mixed the two to deceive the simple. Watch this, Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, and we're going to read verse 44. Because they'll read verse 47, but let's read verse 44. Acts chapter 10, verse 44 says, While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. The baptism of Christ was with the word and dealt with the conscience. And when they received that word, then the Holy Ghost would fall upon them. Watch this, my last scripture, Acts 9, verse 31. Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, and were edified with the word, and walking in the fear of the Lord, which is keeping the commandments, and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. See, brothers and sisters, Sunday church is an illusion. It's been an illusion ever since the time of the whipping of the backs of the true children of Israel. And some people just can't be broken of that spell. But you and I, brothers and sisters, when we go through these podcasts and actually read the Bible, we can be broken of the spell that was put upon us. And I appreciate doing these podcasts for you, brothers and sisters, that we may learn for salvation. With that, I say all praises to the Most High. May peace be unto you.